everyone. I'm Allie, co-founder. Oh, thanks, David. He wrote this one. And lead trainer, a title I definitely don't deserve, here at Not Boring Workouts. Before we start today's circuit workout, let's get warmed up with some jogging in place. While you jog, let me take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters. If you support us at the $10 or more level, we shout you out on air. And we have two names for that from now on. Thank you, Ian Chapman and Andrea Alefi. I'm very concerned that I butchered your name. I did send you a message about how to pronounce it, and I look forward to hearing back from you and correcting it on future episodes. If you would like to be shouted out on air, you can visit patreon.com slash notboringworkouts and make a pledge of any size. Well, any size would be great, but to be shouted out on air, it's got to be $10. Um, yeah, so, you know, if you're not going to the gym right now and you're not paying a gym membership, so give us your money. Anyway... By supporting Not Boring Workouts as a subscriber, you are helping make sure that twice a week you're going to get a surprisingly decent workout and a delightfully distracting story. Not only that, but you can have the deep satisfaction of knowing that you are supporting these weirdos. Me and my co-creator David, who doesn't like to actually talk on these, but he wrote today's workout, among many others. And by many others, I mean half. He writes half, okay? Oh, all our regulars know that ding means it's time to change exercises. In this case, just transition that jogging into butt kicks, tapping that ass with your heels as you jog in place. David has written some great episodes about some really amazing women. If you think those feminist episodes are from me, they're not. They're from David. But today, we're going to explore the life of a man. What, David? You're throwing me a zig when I thought you'd zag. Who spent the second half of his life as a woman. Oh, there we go. Today's workout is the complicated story of the Chevalier de Ion and a simple circuit routine workout. David, I don't know how to pronounce that. I looked it up. Chevalier de Ion. I think, let me listen one more time. All right, I just listened again. Chevalier Dion. Chevalier Dion. How am I doing? This isn't gonna go well. God! Anyway, today's workout consists of two laps. Each lap consists of a cardio exercise, a lower body exercise, an upper body exercise, and a core exercise. The best part is that you don't have to think about any of it. I'm gonna guide you through the whole thing. Lap one starts with cardio and it's mountain climbers. Get into a high plank position and basically start running. Try to get your knees as close to your chest as possible with each stride. If you've never done these before, start slow and build up speed as you go. Aside from being a fascinating little tale from history, David says he's excited about this episode because it gives me a chance to once again show off my dexterity with accents. He wrote that. I didn't. I would never say that because, as we all know from listening, my accents really run the gamut. Some are okay and some are very shitty. Here we go. Oh, God. Charles Genevieve Louis, Louise Auguste André Timothée de Léon Anna de Boub. I'm not even going to 
gonna try that a second time. This person was born, ah, that's so many names in one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight names for one person. That's gonna be the future when all these hyphenates start marrying each other. Okay, he was was born on October 5th, 1728 at the Hotel de Uzes in Tonnerre, Burgundy. I don't know, guys. His parents, Louis de Eon de Beaumont and Francois de Charenton, were minor nobles. Of course they were with those fucking names. With both military and political connections. De Eon? moves to Paris in 1743 and by 1749 he graduates from the College Mazarin with something like a law degree. He spends a few years in literary circles and draws some attention for penning a couple of political articles. Um, David, I'm skipping. I don't know how to say those things. Okay. Stay right where you are because next up is push-ups. You can do them from where you are or drop to your knees to modify, but start doing push-ups. Dion makes his way into the civil service, becoming secretary to the French ambassador to Russia, and he attracts the attention of Louis XV. In 1756, Dion joins a secret network of spies called the Secret de Roy, or in English, the King's Secret. The group was super hush-hush because they're a bunch of fucking spies, and their allegiance was directly to the king. In Russia, Dion uses his cover job to cozy up to the Russian court of the Empress Elizabeth and provides all sorts of strategic information back to Louis. Unfortunately, just as Dion is hitting his stride, France goes to war with Britain. Now get onto all fours for kickbacks and let's work that ass. Lift your leg up and extend straight back. Try to get it as high as you can before lowering it back down and doing the same with your right leg. Keep alternating legs till you hear that ding. Dion joins the French Dragoons where he is made a captain, fights Britain in the Battle of Willinghausen, Willinghausen? Willinghausen, I don't know, and is wounded in Ultrop. Towards the end of what was the Seven Years' War, Dion is sent to London, where he drafts the peace treaty ending the war. Okay, so he's a pretty high-profile dude, all right? Louis XV awards him a nice chunk of change and an annual pension that would have been a nice six-figure salary today. The king also bestows on Dion the title of Chevalier, equivalent to being knighted in England. Now in London, the Chevalier Dion is made temporary French ambassador to Britain, where he continues to secretly spy for Louis, unbeknownst to most of France's other top officials. Dion is also loving the lifestyle and is reprimanded numerous times for his expenditures on wine and fine clothes. 
Lie down on your back and let's keep it simple with some sweet, sweet crunches. Knees are bent, feet flat on the floor, hands behind your head or across your chest. All you are doing is lifting your upper back and shoulders off the ground a few inches, feeling that crunch in your abs and lowering back down. Do not pull on your head, really, don't do that. Just crunch those abs. Things start to get heated in 1763 with the arrival of a new ambassador in town. That's right, the new French ambassador to Britain, the Comte de Guerchy. Once again, no idea how to pronounce these. Dion is demoted to the position of de Guerchy's secretary and is not happy with that. Not only is de Guerchy generally considered to be incompetent and dim-witted, but Dion claims he is hindering his secret work for the king. So he fires off a series of increasingly angry and demanding letters back to France. No small feat in the pre-internet times. He had to handwrite those. France is not amused. Dion is fired and recalled to Paris. Dion is having none of it. Partly because he doesn't want to give up the good life and partly because recalled diplomats have a funny habit of ending up in the Bastille. By which I think David means the state prison. Look at that, you've made it through the first lap. Up on your feet for lap two, which is starting with the skier jack. Stand with your feet together and your arms down by your sides. Jump one foot forward and the other back as you swing the opposite arm up and forward and the other hand back and down towards the ground. Switch your split stance and jump the other foot forward as you swing your arms to bring the other arm up and forward. Keep alternating sides, swinging your arms so your opposite arm and leg are always forward and backward together. This seems too fucking confusing. You can go ahead and do jumping jacks. We're okay with that. Trying to keep it interesting over here, all right? Tensions mount when Britain refuses to extradite Dion, allowing him to remain as a private citizen. After a series of attempts by the French government to kidnap Dion and return him to Paris, Dion is publishes what he calls the first volume of a tell-all, called Les Prés, Mémoires et Négociations Particulares de Jules Verrier Dion de March 1764. I thought I'd just gloss over that since I have no idea how to pronounce any of that. I didn't take French in high school or ever. And the only thing I know is that they have a ton of extra letters at the end of all of their words that don't get pronounced, which is super confusing and also means it's impossible for me to just guess. God damn it, David. In this tell-all, Dion rips on De Guerche, which I'm still probably not saying correctly, and shares many of the private correspondence between himself and the French government. The book is a sensation! And while he is considered a traitor in France, Dion becomes something of a celebrity in London, where locals take to publicly booing and shaming De Guerche when he appears in public. God, revenge is sweet! More importantly for Dion, 
This first tell-all makes it very clear to the king that subsequent volumes would reveal Dion's involvement with the king's secret spy network. Remain standing and extend those arms out in a T for arm circles. Start with small arm circles forward, and if you want to amp it up, grab a couple of cans of beans or beers. Keep doing arm circles forward, and I will tell you when to switch directions. This is where it all gets a bit odd and murky, because sometime between 1764 and 1774, Dion begins presenting as a woman. Historians are divided on how or why this began, but it was definitely a big deal in high society. A betting pool is started on the London Stock Exchange about Dion's true sex. Dion is even invited to join, but refuses, saying an examination would be dishonoring. The public craze grows and makes Dion's life difficult. He can't leave the house without armed guards or else he is swarmed by people who want to see him naked. Dion continues to appear as a woman and claims to have been a woman from birth, but never provides physical proof. Switch directions on those arm circles. In 1777, the question makes it all the way to the court of the king's bench in Westminster Hall, where the English government formally pronounces that, quote, she who had called herself the Chevalier Dion until that day was an individual who did not possess what the appellation man promised and that she was a virago disguised in a uniform, end quote. Virago, by the way, is alternately defined as, quote, a woman who demonstrates exemplary and heroic qualities, end quote, or, quote, a loud overbearing woman. Pretty telling, is it not? And here I am meeting both of those definitions. Last set of lower body now and its forward lunges. Each time you lunge, raise your hands up over your head. Make sure you get good and deep on each lunge and push back through your heel when you return to the starting position. All right, so you're doing front lunges on both sides. All right, at this point, Louis XV has died and his secret spy network died with him. Louis XVI wants to get it all cleaned up and part of that means getting Dion back to France. So Louis sends a writer named, God fucking damn it, Pierre de... Beaumarchais to negotiate terms. After over a year of back and forth, Dion agrees to turn over all documents related to the spy network and to return to France as a woman. Historians disagree strongly on exactly why Dion did this. One camp believes it was simple strategy, that by claiming he's always been a woman, he could return to France without fear of prosecution. The other camp believes Dion was transgender and that it was only at this juncture in life that he could fully come out. Okay, last set in this lap is core, and for that it's going to be high knees to elbows. Each rep, you raise a knee and tap it with the opposite elbow. This should create a nice crunch in those abs. 
Either way, on November 21st, 1777, Mademoiselle Le Chevalier Dion is formally presented at the court at Versailles with a large powdered wig, full makeup, and clothes designed by Rose Bertini, famous clothing director to Marie Antoinette. Many are not impressed, with one unattributed onlooker recalling that Dion was not an attractive woman. Quote, she had nothing of our sex but the petticoats and the curls, which suited her horribly. God, so catty! Who cares? Dion continues to live as a woman in France, but makes numerous requests to rejoin the French army, first by returning as a man, but then offering to form an all-female brigade. The French government is not interested in either offer, and when Dion presses the issue, they throw her in prison for three weeks. Where I assume people found out if Dion was a man or a woman. You've finished your lap, so now it is time to stretch. Start by spreading your legs out wide and extending your arms in a T, then bending at the waist. Reach your left hand to your right foot. Come back up and then reach your right hand to your left foot. Do this a few times, nice and slow. In 1785, Dion returns to London. Still living as a woman and no longer supported by the French government, she scrapes together a living putting on fencing exhibitions for a number of years before she ends up in a debtor's prison for five months. In 1792, still a bit of a celebrity, her portrait is painted by Thomas Stewart. Today, that portrait hangs in London's National Portrait Gallery. Look it up! Go ahead and stretch out anything else you'd like to while I finish our story. Dion's health and finances continued to deteriorate, and after four years bedridden, she died in 1810. The surgeon who examined Dion's body attests in his post-mortem certificate that Chevalier had, quote, male organs in every respect perfectly formed, end quote, while at the same time displayed feminine characteristics, including, quote, unusual roundness in the formation of limbs, and, quote, breast remarkably full. Some have taken this to suggest that Dion may have been intersex. Dion's story is a great example of how gender identity questions are not new. And even 200 years later, historians and activists continue to argue whether Dion was a transgender trailblazer or opportunistic crossdresser. That's it! Your not boring workout is over. But fear not! There will be a fresh, new, not boring workout coming in just a few days. And if that makes you happy, share the joy by leaving us a rating or review, telling your friends, or becoming a subscriber at patreon.com slash notboringworkouts. You can also toss us a tip of any amount on Venmo at notboringworkouts, and you can share your hopes, dreams, and feedback with us on Twitter at nbwpod. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.